Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's get into these Friday night games for Magic Round. Super keen for Magic Round. Uh, we'll be watching it from the couch, but um, you know, I'm hoping over the next few years to get that experience to go to Brisbane, to go to Suncorp uh, and to watch this Magic Round because it does look super cool to go to. Uh, and Spewing, I didn't get to go this year, but yeah, as I said, in the future, definitely going to be keen to go up there and be a part of that experience because it looks so, so cool. Uh, but happy to watch it from the couch, from the living room uh, this season. And we've got some cracking games to get it underway as well. Super tough one, in my opinion, for the first one. We've got the Bulldogs v the Raiders. Uh, Blake Wilson has been put onto the reserves. And as far as I'm hearing, he could play the name Blake Wilson, the number 23 in the reserves for the Bulldogs. Uh, Jacob Carraz could sit out uh, this weekend in Magic Round, so we could see Blake Wilson get his debut for the Bulldogs. Definitely one to watch there over the next few days. But we will find out tomorrow. Apparently, according to Phil Gould, he's got one more day uh, to sort of test himself out on the field to see how he's going in terms of his fitness. Uh, but if he's not ready to return, then they are going to bring in Blake Wilson. Sorry, and uh, super keen to see how he goes in this game. But for the Bulldogs, we have Hayes Perham at fullback, Jacob Carraz and Declan Casey on the wings at the moment. Jake Averillo and Paul Alamotti in the centers. Josh Reynolds, Matt Burton in the halves. You've got Max King and Tavita Pangai Jr in the front row, Reid Marnie at nine. Uh, Corey Waddell and Jacob Preston there in the back row, Raymond Vitala Marina at lock. Uh, and then we've got Carl Oluwapu, Jaden Ockenbohr, Franklin Pele, Sam Hughes. And now, no, if you listen to the podcast, you'd probably know that I am a little bit against Jaden Ockenbohr at Oh, coming off the bench as a middle forward. I just don't see the reasoning behind it. Um, you know, when he does come off the bench and play in that middle forward role, there's no real impact. And this isn't disrespecting uh, Ockenbohr at all, but he's not a front rower. He's not a back rower. He's not a lock forward. He is a winger. He's a winger or a center. He's not a middle forward. And they're treating him like a middle forward because he's got a big body, a big frame on him. Um, and yeah, look, uh, to me, like when he comes onto the field, there's just no impact there. There's not a noticeable impact where he comes onto the field and I go, fuck, Jaden Onkenbohr is having a good crack there in the middle. Uh, he's not one of those guys. He isn't a forward. I shouldn't treat him like a forward. They're not struggling too much where they have to use him as a forward as well. They've still got Jackson Topbine uh, in the reserves. They've also got Harrison Edwards here as the 18th man replacement. Chuck him on. You've got a really strong bench then, obviously, of Carl Oluwapu, uh, Harrison Edwards, Franklin Pele, who obviously returns this week, and Samuel Hughes. Like That is a, still a pretty strong bench um, for the Bulldogs. I just don't see the reason as to why Jaden Ockenbohr is on the bench. Yes, it's great for injury, obviously, if one of the backline players gets injured. But other than that, like coming on as a middle forward, as I said, just don't see the impact there uh, and don't really like it just quietly because there just is no impact coming off the bench for him. I think the big return, you know, looking at some of the guys coming back into this side, Max King's definitely one of those in the starting front row role. Uh, we know his impact uh, in this side as a starting front rower, plays big minutes, gets through a lot of work, you know, developing that offload as well. Max King is becoming a real force for the Bulldogs. Tevita Pangai Jr. in the front row as well. He's had a really strong past few weeks um, and, you know, going up against the Raiders this week who, um, you know, have brought it two sides over the past few weeks. 
and who have played a somewhat a tough and conservative game of football as well over the past few weeks, the Raiders, which I've kind of liked. Uh, and they've also, you know, in doing that, have, you know, had some plays where they do get a bit expansive, but they really have calmed down over the past few weeks in terms of their style of play and, you know, the way they are playing. But, you know, I think they will become a little bit more expansive depending on what happens with this guy, Xavier Savage. Uh, he's been chucked onto the wing, um, obviously, you know, out for a while with injury. He usually plays fullback for the team, and um, it's quite strange to see him on the wing with Sebastian Chris at fullback. You know, I think this is a perfect opportunity to put Xavier Savage back at fullback, maybe just easing him back into first grade, and pretty smart by Ricky to do so there, but... I actually think that's really dangerous as well, even still going up against Declan Casey here. Jared Croker and Xavier Savage, I think that left edge is going to be much more dangerous than people do realize. Um, and yeah, look, I mean, if I'm picking an anytime try scorer in this game, I'm probably going to go ahead and pick Xavier Savage. I think that, um, yeah, he's going to bring a lot back into this team, depending on if he is on the wing or at fullback. But I imagine they will be going down the left quite a bit um, with Declan Casey there on the wing. And no disrespect to Declan. Declan Casey just unproven a little bit in defense and Xavier Savage we know how creative he can be in attack as well so um, yeah it's going to be a very very dangerous left hand side for the Raiders uh, speaking of the Raiders we'll go through their team now some of the outs for the Raiders uh, Corey Harawira Naira is out um, of this side so we have Seb Chris at fullback Xavier Savage Jordan Rapana on the wings Jared Croker Matt Timiko in the centers Jack White and Jamal Fergity in the halves Josh Papali'i and Joseph Tarpanay in the front row, Zach Wolford at nine, Hudson Young, Elliot Whitehead in the back row, Corey Horsburgh at 13. And we've got Tom Starling, Emre Gula, Pasami Solo, and Atta Mariota coming off the bench there for the Raiders. So a pretty strong Raiders outfit. Um, you know, having Josh Papali'i and Joseph Tarpanay in this side going up against Tevita Pangai Jr. Max King. That forward battle, we said it was going to be a tough game through the middle. I think it is going to be neck and neck, and I think it's going to come down to these forwards as well. This forward battle is absolutely insane. Uh, but we know the offload ability of Josh, Joseph Tarpanay. We know the work he gets through as well. Runs around 200 meters per game, which is just expected for him now, which is quite insane, to be honest, when you think about it like that. But, uh, you know, we know how much work he does get in uh, for this side each and every week. So I'm very, very keen to see how he goes. You know, Jack White and going up against Matt Burton, Josh Reynolds. I think that's going to be really cool to see going down the left side again uh, with Xavier Savage. I think there's going to be a few tries uh, set up there. Maybe only one, but it could be more than that as well. But I'd probably stick to one for any time try scoring um, for Xavier Savage in his first week back. Him and Jack White and will link up very, very well. And don't, you know, don't doubt Matt Timico and Jordan Rapana on the right side either. Um, I mean, that could be a very dangerous side for them as well. And I think that's the advantage they have um, going into this game, particularly if Jacob Carraz ends up getting ruled out, um, you know, due to injury. And we see Blake, uh, Blake Wilson, sorry, coming into this team as well. You know, they're going to have a much stronger back line here of Xavier Savage, Jared Croker, Matt Simico, and Jordan Rapana. Um, so that's going to be very advantageous for the Raiders going into this one. But as I said, I think the main battle is going to be in the forwards. And it's going to be off the back of Matt Burton's kicking game as well. You know, putting up those big kick, uh, kicks, sorry, um, and, and staying in the fight. We saw how good they were last week uh, with Carl Oluwapu. His introduction to the game was insane. He had an immediate impact almost. Uh, looked really silky with the ball in his hands. An absolute freak. Uh, but, you know, 
Jake Avarillo showing a bit of individual brilliance as well last week with obviously those two awesome tries that he scored. Um, look, in terms of who wins this game, I think I'm going to have to go with the Raiders. I think they've just got a little bit more than the Dogs do in this game. Uh, you can't really give home and away advantages in this game at all because obviously it is at Suncorp and both of these teams are Sydney teams. It is Magic Round. So all games are at Suncorp, so there's no real home or away advantage here. Uh, but I will go with the Raiders. I just think they have a little bit more spark um, and, you know, a really solid offloading ability from Joseph Tarpanay there as well. Hudson Young on the edge, uh, super dangerous on that left-hand side. That left-hand side is insane. Hudson Young, Jack Whiten, uh, and Xavier Savage there, Jared Croker as well, the skip. I think that is going to be a very dangerous side for the Raiders. Uh, on the right side, equally as dangerous with Matt Timiko and Jordan Rapana there as well. So I think the Raiders have a little bit more. I think they get the job done. In terms of any time try scorers, I am going to go with Xavier Savage. Uh, and, and, you know, since it is Magic Round, I'm going to go Paul Alamotti as well. I think that he's a guy that deserves a try in this team. Obviously, Jake Averillo had all the fun last week scoring those two tries. I think Paul Alamotti gets over for a try in this game. I just feel it happening in Magic Round. Dogs v Raiders, the first game to kick off, kick off Magic Round. I think a bit of magic happens. We see Paul Alamotti go over. We also see Xavier Savage go over as well with the Raiders. I'm going to go Raiders head-to-head. I'm not picking a margin for this game because it could be very close. It could go the other way as well. I don't think it will, but it could. Uh, So I'm going Raiders head-to-head. And then obviously Xavier Savage and Paul Alamotti, anytime try scorers, love that one. And I think it's going to be a very tight game and definitely one to tune into. And then obviously the next game for Friday is the Manly Seagulls and the Brisbane Broncos. And obviously the Broncos, the heavy favorites in this game. Uh, Tom Dvojevic comes into the side, but we don't know if he's 100% because they've just kept putting him in. And, you know, it almost feels like they put him in um, you know, when he isn't 100%, but they put him in because they need him there. They need him there because it gives confidence to the boys around him as well. Um, yeah, I just feel like that is so dangerous doing that to a guy like Tom Trevojevic. Um, Tom Trevojevic isn't the only guy to come back into this side. We have Tolotel Keller coming back this week as well. We have Brad Parker coming back into the team. Uh, we also have Ben Trevojevic and Aaron Woods all coming back into the team. So there's a few ins for Manly. Um, as for the Broncos, Ezra Mim and Payne Haas return from suspension as well. So big ins for Brisbane. Obviously a massive, you know, home advantage to the Brisbane Broncos as well. They're playing at Suncorp. Obviously the advantage does go to Brisbane there. I feel like this game could be close. I feel like, you know, the forwards could keep the game very, very tight. I just feel like magic round. I can see a big scoreline. Ezra Mann returns. We saw how good he was against the Parramatta Reels. Payne Haas as well returning in this side, giving the forwards a lot of confidence off the back of some of his efforts. I mean, I can just see a big scoreline here. Now, I don't want to early crow it, so I'm not going to early crow it. But all I'm going to say is I'm going Broncos, and I'm going to go Broncos 13+. plus. I feel like it's going to be one of those games. I really, really do. Uh, but before we make any rash decisions, let's go through these lineups. So obviously for Manly, uh, we have Tom Trevojevic returning at fullback, Jason Saab and Ruben Garrick on the wings. 
Brad Parker and Tolotel Kiala in the centers. Cooper Johns and Daly Cherry Evans in the halves. Taniella Paseca and Sean Kepi in the front row. Lachlan Croker at nine. Hamole Olakawatu and Kelma Tuolagi in the back row with Josh Alaya at 13. Carl Lawton, Ben Trevojevic, Ethan Bullymore and Aaron Woods on the bench there for Manly. As for the Broncos, we have Reese Walsh at fullback, Jesse Arthurs and Selwyn Cobbo on the wings. Katoni Staggs, Herbie Farnworth in the centers. Ezra Mam, Adam Reynolds in the halves. We have Tom Flegler and Payne Haas in the front row, Billy Walters at nine, Kurt Capewell, Jordan Ricky in the back row, Paddy Carrigan at 13, Corey Pikes, Corey Jensen, uh, and then we have Kenan Palacea and Martin Tapau also on the bench there for the Broncos as well. And I just feel like that bench as well. You've got Kenan Palacea, big minutes. You've got Corey Jensen, big minutes. Martin Tapau, you know, Martin Tapau, sorry, with some awesome stints off the bench over the past few weeks and an obvious impact off the bench for this Brisbane Broncos side. Corey Pikes, as well, the expansive and dangerous form of footy that he brings off the bench at nine. You know, I can just see, I can see a Broncos side coming out at Suncorp at home for Magic Round and absolutely annihilating Manly here. I don't want to early crow it though, so I won't. I'm not going to early crow and I feel like just because I'm saying I'm not going to early crow is me early crowing it. So I'm not even going to say the words early crow because that could mean that I'm early crowing it, so I won't do that. But Broncos is who I'm going with here. I'm not even going to say the uh, the margin anymore. We, you've heard the margin now. You know what I'm thinking. I'm not going to say the margin because I don't want to early crow. And look, I've just said early crow again, which could be early crowing. So I'm not going to early crow. But Broncos is who I'm going for here. Um, and I think they're going to win well. And I think that, you know, off the back of Payne Haas and Ezra Mam coming back into this team, off the back of Herbie Farnworth, you know, the hot boy Herbie Farnworth, hot you know, Herbie Farnworth coming into this team and absolutely destroying the defense uh, in Brad Parker, who over this season hasn't really been de- the best in defense um, for the Manly Seagulls at left center. Herbie Farnworth doing what hot boys do. It's definitely hot boy season now. Is the weather hot? Not really, but I think that having Herbie Farnworth in this Bronco side at Suncorp in Queensland, where generally it does get hot, you know, we could see him bring the humidity up here in Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane as things start to get really hot. And Herbie Farnworth, I think he just makes things get hot. He makes things get hot. And I think that Herbie Farnworth has a really hot game. Could he score one or more? Could he score two or more tries in this game? Probably, but I'm going to take one. I'm just going to take one. I'm not going to get too greedy because I've already, you know, I'm not going to say the words again, but I've done what I've done to the Brisbane Broncos already, so I'm not going to go ahead and do it again and further the chances of, you know, what I've said going the other way due to some of the words that I've already spoken. Uh, Two words, one being, you know, when something happens, um, you know, before it should, and then obviously the other one being in the form of a a flying animal, but I won't say it. I won't say the words. I won't say the words because it could happen, but Herbie Farnworth doing what hot boys do um, after that long, unneeded dribble there. I think that he is one of my anytime try scorers. I really do like Ruben Garrick. I love Ruben Garrick running up against Jesse Arthurs. I think Ruben Garrick uh, gets a try in this game as well. I can just see Garrick scoring a try, kicking the conversion, looking good while doing it. I love Ruben Garrick going over for a try in this game. Ruben Garrick, Herbie Farnworth, anytime try scorers. uh, And obviously, I'm taking Brisbane there. In terms of where the game will be won, going into a little bit more detail, I think, obviously, as I said, through the forwards, Payne Haas... uh, 
and Tommy Flegler doing what they do best. In saying that, Manly, Taniela Paseca and Sean Kepi can do some dangerous things there in the front row. Uh, you've also got the edges there for Molly Olakawatu v Jordan Ricky, which is going to be an awesome battle. Kurt Catewell v Kelma Tuolagi, just as awesome as well. Paddy Carrigan, massive advantage through the middle. The ball playing 13 compared to a front, pretty much a third front rower there um, in Josh LAA there for Manly. So I think having Paddy Carrigan there at 13, again, a massive advantage for the Brisbane Broncos. Um, and yeah, as I said, Corey Pack's coming off the bench, a very dangerous, dynamic hooker. You've got Corey Jensen, Kenan Palisea, Martin Tapau, known for playing big minutes in games as well. I just think this is going to be a massive advantage. I think a guy to watch in this game uh, is Ethan Bullimore. I've had raps on him for a while. As soon as he came over from Brisbane, and by the way, versing old club, Omen, maybe... But uh, as soon as he came over from Brisbane for Manly, he's been sensational coming off the bench, whether it's playing in the middle, whether it's playing on an edge. I mean, that's the luxury of having an Ethan, Ethan Bullimore in your, in your side, you know, a much more mobile um, forward as well coming off the bench there and uh, definitely has an impact really strong a strong, sorry, carrier of the football. And uh, yeah, yeah, he's awesome coming off the bench. So definitely one to watch there, Ethan Bullymore. Bench Vojevic returns as well. Forgot to mention that one, but Bench Vojevic returns into this side. You know, he's bulked up heaps. He looks way bigger. So coming off the bench there, he could even be dangerous as well. So don't discount Manly in this game. But what I am going to say is I wouldn't be surprised if this game goes the way of the Brisbane Broncos, and that's who I'm tipping in this one with my anytime try scorers of Herbie Farnworth, Hot Boy Herbie, Omen Betlair, Hot Boys, Hot Boys do hot things, Herbie Farnworth, Ruben Garrick, anytime try scorer, and then Brisbane. Love it, love it, love it. There you go. Yeah.